fucking burn. Oh. I am. Ooh. Like the cat from Puss in Boots. Oh. Or no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already recording. I, so. I have two, uh, so that's a good start. Heads up. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't remember that. No. no. Well, welcome back um, to another In Action podcast. And another exciting thing to announce that he begged to be on the podcast. He begged to be on the podcast after Shane was on. Damn. One of my great friends, my close friends, another best friend, Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Welcome, Hi. Brandon. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. I just, I just needed somewhere to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, here you are. <laughs> this is it. I, I asked you to commit, and you froze for a good 10 seconds, and you're like, okay. Like and I, here you are. Spider-Ham and headlights. <laughs> but before we get to more Spider-Man talk, I do have a game for you guys to play. Okay. Uh, another game of my creation. The hokey pokey. So it's going to go well. Um, you boys familiar with uh, a tagline, like a poster? Yes. So there's some good ones, you know. There's some good taglines for movie Ugh. posters. There's also a lot of bad ones. Bad ones, yeah. So, I've created a game called Is It That Bad or Is It Just Derek? So, I'm going to read you three taglines. <laughs> Two of them I've made up, and one is the real tagline. However, out of the three movies, one of these movies I made up all three. So, you guys can either work. What? So, there'll be three movies. You made them all up? No, no. Three movies. Okay. Two of them will have a real tagline that's actually on the poster. Oh, okay. One of them will be all fake. Oh, okay. On top of you figuring out which one's the real one for the other two, you also got to figure out which one I made up all three for. Okay. Okay? Okay. So you can either... I feel like this bit is better if you work together. So you guys are going to all work together to see if you can figure it out. So. Cooperative. <laughs> cooperative. Yeah. Yeah. So first one, let's do... Um, I already lost my notes. For Marley and me. These are, uh, Don't do this to me, Marley you're, and me. you're bastard. Taglines, okay? Tagline, the dog dies. <laughs> Ready? This Christmas, something to wag your tail for. This Christmas, heal the love. This Christmas, roll over for a good time. It's the, it can't be the third one. I don't think it's the second one. That one sounded so, like so much shit. Yeah, I think the third one's the fake one. Lager Tail seems yeah. like that could be real. Yeah. But Rollover you... for a Good Time seems. Yeah. What I was the first that. one? The first one Wagger was Wagger Tail 4. The second one was Heal the Love. The third one is Heal roll, the Love. Roll Over for a no, Good Time. Heal the Love, I can assure you that they use that as Like a saying, like, hey, heal. Yeah, like heal the love. And feel the love. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's the third one. I don't recall Marley and me being particularly racy or, you yeah. know. So roll over for a good time doesn't fit the... Alright. But if you... No, no, that's fine. Two of them are fake. One is the real one. Oh, oh one's fuck. the real one. Yeah. Wait, is this the okay, wag is the real one. Okay. Wag, the, wag your tail. Is wag your tail. You're saying that's the real one? Is that yeah, what yes. we're going to... Okay. Alright, I'm going to... We're going to go through all three. Okay. And I'll reveal at the end. So, the next one. Remember the classic Dwayne Johnson movie, The Tooth Fairy? You guys remember that one? Yeah. That was a classic. All right, let's do it. All right. The Tooth Hurts. Yeah. The That's... Rock Brings the Nova Pain. You Can't Handle the Tooth. Wow, these are all... And two are fake, right? Two are fake. One is real. Or they're all fake. Remember, that one is... That's also an option for you guys. So those are all right there. I mean... I feel like You Can Handle the Tooth was the actual... In my, that's my opinion. What do you guys think? I'm gonna take that one too. Yeah, Nova Pain seems that's yeah. a little torture to get there. So you're going with 
You Can't Handle the Tooth. Yeah. And what was the first one? Uh, I think it was, I read, You Can't Handle the Tooth, The Tooth Hurts, and The Rock Brings the Nova Pain. See, that one's too much. Yeah. Not that one. The Rock Brings the You Can't the Handle the Tooth, <laughs> The Nova like Pain. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. That's the real one. All right, you think that's the real one? Okay. And the last one, another cinema classic, Yogi Bear, the live action Yogi Bear movie. Oh, God. Okay. All right. There was? There was. <laughs> um, right. Here we go. Uh, bearing It All, Who Let the Bears Out, and Bear You to See It. All these are fake. Yeah, all those are fake. Yeah. You're saying this one's all fake? Whoa. Yeah. It's no. too easy? No, 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 no. I think the Who Let the Bears Out is this one. The real one? Yeah, I think the Tooth Fairy one's fake now. Yeah, as I said, out of the three movies, one of them, all three are fake, and I made them up. So you guys also got to figure out which of the three movies I made up all three lines. Yeah, I think the Tooth Fairy one's all fake. You think the Tooth Fairy one's all I fake? Think, I think Who Let the Bears Out was a legit thing. For Yogi Bear? Yeah. What is your thoughts? I mean, that does go with like the Derek strategy. The third one... Why would you make the third one all fake? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Why would you wait toward the end? Almost been this good. Mm. Okay. I'm just saying. Damn. You have so you guys are set on Marley and me. That one you that one you want to stay with something to wag your tail for. Yeah. Okay, now that sounds <laughs> fake as fuck. Something to wag your tail for? Or heal the love. No, heal the love. That sounds fake too. And roll over for a good time. Roll over for a good time. I feel like right. roll over for a good time would be something that we should just stick with there. So you want to switch? No, I feel like wag your tail. I don't think they would be like, hey, wag your tail for a good time or whatever. Or what was it again? Miss Christmas, something to wag your tail for. No. Yeah, that sounds real. That sounds real. Uh, all right. So you're okay. I'm going to stick with that. Stick okay, with that one. Right. So then you're now... But free... now I'm second guessing. Tooth Fairy, Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. Which one do you think I made up all three? Tooth Fairy. You think I made up all I'm three for Tooth Fairy? Tooth okay, fairy. here's the thing. Do we trust Derek? Do, do you, you trust Did me? he make up all of them? Is he just lying to us? <laughs> I will say that I did not do that. There's no twist like that in this game. <laughs> okay. I'm not that cruel. Just like Avengers Endgame. But I feel like Endgame. the the ones that he said for the Tooth Fairy, like one of them seemed like they would, like the tooth hurts, or which one did I? Uh, so read those again. You, can't handle, you can't handle the tooth. The tooth hurts, and the rock brings the Nova pain. So, uh, what do you think? You think those are made up? Yeah, I'm willing to trust trust instinct here. That's my instinct. Okay. So they're saying tooth okay, let's yeah, you made up, and then yeah. And so then for Yogi Bear, to read those three again, bearing it all, who let the bears out, and bear you to see it. Who let the bears out sounds like the real one. Who let the bears out? You sly bastard. <laughs> Read that shit again. Bearing it all? Uh-huh. Who let the bears out? Uh-huh. I bear you to see it. I bear you to see it? Bear you. I bear you to see like, it. Like, I dare you. I dare you, yeah. That would be the, that's that would be the pun. That's for sure not a real tagline. No, I know, but now that whole fucking thing sounds fake as fuck. I told you that's, <laughs> it sounded fake to me, too. <laughs> But the Tooth Fairy one sounds super fake. But who fake. let the bears out sounds like something... Yeah, that sounds like would. something they would do. Alright. Yeah, so let's stick with that. Locking in. So, for Marley and me, you guys locked in. Though you stayed with Waggy Your Tail? Yeah. Incorrect. Roll over. Incorrect. Evil Love, Love was the real line. Uh, I made up those other two. Another potential line I had was, This Christmas, sit 
stay. Uh, the next one, the Tooth Fairy. I hate it. What was your final decision on the Tooth Fairy? That you made. That you made. I know all three. Yeah. Incorrect. You can't, you can't handle tooth was a real tagline. I told you, Brett. Another fake. I one never I... believed in Brett. <laughs> well, it's just dental something. And then you made a, the Yogi Bear. All you. three Yogi Bear were made up. The real Yogi Bear one was "Great things come in bears." Was the real tagline Oof, on the poster. Doofa. And then I, the, another tooth fairy line I had ready was a "Don't floss over this one." Okay. So there you go. Who left you in charge of that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> And I've stumped you. Dad joke heaven over Yeah, there. I was going to say, this is the perfect game for me. And so we will definitely revisit that game, because I enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys did, but Whoa. I had fun with it. <laughs> Derek, you have your fun. I well, did. We can do it again. Good. Great. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> Spider-Man. Jeez. So, Spider-Man. Hey. You begged, begged to be on here. Once again. And the truth is what I speak on this podcast, you nothing know that else. SNL sketch with Brent or uh, Michael Bublé and John Hamm, I think. I think it's John Hamm. Go on. It's Michael <laughs> Bublé, and he's basically kidnapped and forced to play in this restaurant. And he's just every time, every time he leaves, he sings about like, "Please help, send the police." He's keeping me here against my will. Brent, I don't know why you would bring up that kind of sketch in the middle of this episode yeah so it's fun episode it's yeah. very random brandon very random <laughs> actually gonna have to ask you to leave ask you to restrain yourself mm. from those kind of comments oh, okay right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway spider-man so you you legitimately wanted to talk about spider-man because I after did, yes yes we're getting into spoiler heavy territory we are going to talk heavy spoilers on spider-man yeah yeah. So, we didn't say any spoilers last week. Very mild. I'm the one that tends to not give a fuck about spoilers. I know. Well, we should. You should know. Up. Number two fan. It's been it's been two weeks. I feel like yeah. it's, been, it's, it's been enough time. time. It's so time. Marvel approved yeah. time limit. Yeah. Anyway, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yes. Simmons. Yes. Ah. Yes. Uh, okay. Like, I love Spider Man. This is so for for all you listeners out here. Love Spider-Man. Three. Always have. Well, I'm in here right now, so it's two. So it's uh, two, yeah. No, I, I love Spider-Man. And J.K. Simmons, perfect J.J. Mm-hmm. And honestly, great, great choice to bring him back. I mean, outside of that... The way they brought him back, too, was... Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, the... Uh... The like daily, the, what was it, the, the Daily Bugle or something? Very like Alex that. Jones-esque very type Alex of... Very Alex Jones-esque, uh, yeah. If, if you're... You play, it's like the Spider-Man game. Yeah. They had, had him presented in that where he's just kind of like just talking over like the airwaves as like it was just like a radio commentator just like Alex Jones is. So it's kind of cool to have him presented in the same way in the movie. Yeah. You had a butt. Was there a butt coming? Yeah, outside even... Well, it wasn't a butt so much as like even outside of that perfect little guest spot which mm-hmm. I hope is more than a guest spot in the next one I also hope is I heard it is the you heard it is yeah that he's gonna, that be, he's gonna be yeah he's replaying he's gonna be Excellent. playing the same role Excellent. anyways go ahead yeah no uh, but that that reveal at the end that Peter's identity is out there yeah is wild and Game that changer. was that was like I like the movie's good and I like felt like thrilled throughout the whole thing or whatever mm. But, like, that moment, I, like, gripped my chair. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. 
like that was some visceral stuff and i i don't know did any of you like what would you what you guys think oh about? i think oh, they sh- just like turned and looked at my friend like what like with my mouth wide open and i was like <gasps> like and i gasped i was like what i was yeah. shocked during that whole moment because first they hit me with the the uh jonah jameson and then they yeah. hit me with that and that's and something that, yeah. they haven't done in the movies before is just giving them the, the full reveal and i i'm excited where we're gonna go from here so just uncharted territory Right. I, yeah. Ah! No, I mean Tony Stark did it. And I was just like, ah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think you're tapping in the uh, which is the butt for this one, which is why does Marvel hate secret identity so much? <laughs> Spider Man was the only one with secret identity. Yeah, and now, I mean they they can like do things to like try and like muddy the waters and whatever in the next one and like. If there's this running joke in the comics because Daredevil's had his identity revealed so many times mm-hmm. that like everyone knows Matt Murdock as Daredevil, yeah. but like they play it off as a joke. So like there are like panels where like he wears uh, he wears like a shirt that says like I am not Daredevil <laughs> and like stuff like that. And so they could do something like that, which would be like funny. But it's like a little weird that like the only superhero in the MCU who has like a true secret identity that actually matters yeah. is like. And it's like, nah, not that. It's, I don't know. It's, it's they a, did that it's with a Tony Stark, though, too. But Tony was like... But Tony... His yeah, secret identity was... character, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, not think, I, like, fully blanked. Um, I, I'm still excited, but it's, it's kind no, of... No, yeah, weird the third one's going to be... It's going to be really interesting where they take... The, what direction... Well, they, they kind of set it up that everyone hates Spider-Man. Yeah. Which, which is what they good. want. They believe what you yeah. see. And also, just on that note, um, I'm kind of bummed yeah, that Mysterio died. Or at least... That you think. Died. I was, I thought, honestly, he's been one of my favorite villains so far. And just Jake Gyllenhaal in general is just fantastic. Yeah. So I would love to see more of the illusions come to life. Because still, those sequences... Like, oh, those we watched sequences the, are phenomenal. I saw it again yeah. last night with Brandon. And we were just... I'm just as no, again. Just Is that like, your first time? Yeah, no, no, he oh. second, yeah. second. Anyways, the second scene as well was the scroll Oh, yeah, scene. that's which poses a really interesting question. Yeah. As far as the whole MCU, like, how long has Talos been Nick Fury? You know, like, has it only been for this movie or has he done it for other movies? Is it just going to be their know. excuse for Some any people, inconsistency yeah, in his character? Exactly. Oh, it was a scroll. It was a scroll. No, I mean, I he probably wasn't in the other movies, but some people were saying, like, what if, like, Tony Stark is not there and it was a scroll taking his place? That's, like, there's this with the like scroll. People started, yeah, people started going, coming up with far-fetched theories that I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah. That's when I, yeah, that's, yeah. everyone's going to come up with their own crackpot theory yeah. to explain or try to bring something back, but I, I think as of right now, it's just, for this, I mean, because they're, they're still because uh, I feel like Nick Fury's working on something with Captain in outer Marvel. space, yeah. yeah, and that's why he wasn't in this particular one. But he was like, okay, just take over for me with Peter Parker, yeah, while I'm doing this. And Marvel's known to do like backdoor stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. so they'll leave like they made like they'll tease an idea now and then like years from now, just like how they did in this movie, like. Maybe they didn't intend for it, but they left them like this, like opening where they can like put, they can add more story to it, which is always kind of cool. The way they can like develop off of these like smaller moments in these in these big movies. So I gotta um, say, I do like um, that the scrolls are they're giving them 
kind of like a bigger yeah. role in the MCU. Is that, that at least that's what it seems like? Because they're villains, right? They're you typically in the comics. Typically, typically in yeah. the are they yeah, like yeah. ambiguous? There's, there's a few like good scrolls, but yeah, most by and large, they're they're villainous. But Talos, when we said this, like was probably one of the best parts of Captain. Ben Mendelsohn's so. fantastic. Like, so. He's a really good actor, so I'm glad they're giving him more to do. So. Yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you still could just see it. It's if you haven't seen it and you've listened this far. <laughs> just sucks for you. Are you yeah. talking about Spider-Man or Captain Marvel? Spider-Man. Uh, Why would we be talking about Captain Marvel? You did, I wanted to ask you real quick, because <laughs> you watched Spider-Man 2, the mm-hmm. same Raimi Spider-Man 2. How did, did that hold up now, after watching? Right after Far From Home. It was yeah. really interesting. It, it kind of brought to light, because that movie's very much about... Peter Parker's secret identity. Yeah. It's very much about like sort of smaller stakes. Mm. Like Doc Ock, like by the end, might like blow up half of New York, but at the same time, like it's very like he's robbing banks, mm-hmm. he's stopping like trains from going off the track, like that type of stuff. And that very New York, like grounded stuff was different. And I don't know, I, I I legitimately don't know which one I like more mm-hmm. as a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Because just looking at it as a Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2 is like still the better one. Because it's like, it's more true to what the character is in the comics and just in the pop culture consciousness. Mm-hmm. But this newer one, Far From Home, is like a better movie. Because... Spider-Man 2 is, like, really good, don't get me wrong, but, like, there's some parts that age in that movie. <laughs> it, it, it definitely shows a little bit at the edges, but, like, all in all, like, both great movies, and it didn't, like, detract from my enjoyment of Far From Home to yeah. watch the Raimi one. You just saw it in a different light. Yeah, exactly. And Spider-Man 2, I feel like, it is the most well-regarded of the Spider-Man movies. I think so, yeah. That I one's like that and the first one are still, like, one, yeah. really held up pretty high. I think for people, I haven't seen them in years, but I would like to revisit them too. Yeah, after. I haven't seen them in a while. You're good. I'm good. <laughs> Honestly, I also didn't watch the Amazing Spider-Man, like any of them. I'm good. You know, you could. You yeah, could go yeah, 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 I figured. Yeah. The best part of the movie was the chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, but the story and everything. Uh, yeah, because they were fucking in real life. Well, yeah, but they have really good chemistry. Yeah, and they play off what happens each other really well. So. Um, I had asked Brandon the other day if he would rank his the Spider Man. Oh ones. yeah, do you want to do that or? All right, uh, Spider Verse, Spider Man Two, Far From Home, Damn, Homecoming, Spider Man One, Amazing Spider Man One, Amazing Spider Man Two is better than Spider Man Three just because of Gwen's death scene. Very well done. Uh, and then Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 is my least Spider-Man favorite 3. one, too. I think, yeah. yeah. I think so, I too. I just did not care for that yeah. movie. To be yeah. fair, it's more enjoyable than The Amazing Spider-Man yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's true, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, better to be bad than mediocre or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, that is true. Well, I do feel um, there's a, a guy I work with who's also a huge Spider-Man fan, fan probably just as much as you. Spider-Man friend. Friend, sorry, fan. And he's a huge fan of Spider-Man. I asked him how he felt about Spider-Man 3. He's like, you know what, like, it's, it is what it is, but, like, it wasn't Sam Raimi's fault. Like, Sam Raimi had a completely different movie that he wanted to do, but Sony forced him 
to include Venom because they wanted to sell Venom merchandise. That's what they all say. Just like Fantastic Four was a really good movie, but then... But I feel like, like, considering how good the first and second one were... Yeah. Like, it just felt like the, like the studio got way too involved. Because at that point, like, that was their biggest thing. Venom? No, Spider-Man. Oh, general. that was, yeah. That was the big moneymaker. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of interesting to see, like, the the like the like remnants of, like, what Spider-Man 4 would have been before yeah. they went with the Amazing Spider-Man. And just, like, the possibility of, like, seeing uh, who was uh, John Malkovich as Vulture. And then, like, eventually, like, uh, Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio, which would have been pretty cool. Oh, nice. um, so these like little tidbits of like info that were they're building over there over the years in these random movies that could have been like a pretty cool Spider-Man four, but we'll just have concept art and whatnot until then. So yeah, and then uh, like to that point, the in the second one, like the part that sort of rubs the worst is all the stuff they do to set up for Spider-Man three with uh, James Franco's Osborne. It's just. It's, oof, I don't know, man. Yeah. That performance is something else. Dave DeHaan? Dave DeHaan is worse. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> He's really bad. We've, I guess you're right. <laughs> and that's also a movie that got way too excited with what they were going to do after that. So mm-hmm. that's why the plot is all over the place. Because Sony had, had this in, idea of making the Sinister Six, of like, he, like expanding the universe. So they Whoa. try to build too much. From that just, movie and it suffered. It was just trying to do the. Uh, they were trying to match Marvel. It's like, oh, we got exactly. our yeah. cinematic universe, and then you know, it just didn't work out. You're taking too many steps ahead before you can exactly. figure out where you're going. Um, but we've that's it on Spider Man. I think it's, it's fantastic. Go see it. Maybe revisit the Raimi movies just to see how. I those need hold to up. see this one again because I like them a lot. But I like, um, I like to watch Marvel movies like a second time to kind of just really take it in. Take it in. Yeah. So did you, you want to watch Avengers a second time? Yeah, do you want to talk about Midsummer? We kind of brought you kind of grazed over it last yeah. week. Yeah, uh, before we talked about that too, since we're talking about Marvel, something was confirmed today. Marvel news, mm-hmm. which is very very exciting. Taika Waititi is coming back to direct Thor four, which is really exciting. Thor, news. that's what you call. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel movie, MCU movie. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited that he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they keep the tone similar and the style similar and I'll be very happy with that. So I just wanted to mention that. I'm just glad he's coming back because yeah. he definitely made the best Thor movie. One of the best Marvel movies has had so much like uh, personality yeah, they, yeah. and like it had just like this like style to it and uh, I'm and just it, excited. It brought up happy Thor. It did. It did. The best Not Thor. like boring Thor. Best Not Thor. serious Thor. Yeah. yeah. It brought up Even like, though Thor is funny yeah. Thor. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to be kind of serious, right? Well, I mean, yeah. He's a god. Chris Hemsworth is a funny guy, so I feel like yeah. they kind of let him do his own take on the character. So. Yeah. It, it showed. So the, you that know what that means? Korg's coming back. Yes! <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. More Korg. <laughs> Corgan and Meek. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, Midsummer. Midsummer, which I've now seen. Yes. Since last week. So Brandon and, and Brett haven't seen it, so we're gonna do you guys mind spoilers or I um, already read the Wikipedia page. Right, and you said any horror Yeah, because movie. you didn't want to see it. Yeah. Do you care? No. No? Okay. So let's get into spoilers then. You you take the you take it. Okay, so Jesus. Midsummer or Midsommar as they're calling as Ari Aster is calling it. 
is is his second movie follow up to Hereditary. Mm-hmm. It's also a horror movie, but it's not a traditional horror movie. It's more of like what would you call it? Psychological. Uncomfortable thriller? is what I would call yeah. it. Um, I saw it pretty much as soon as it came out because I really wanted to see it. I really liked Hereditary, but much like Hereditary, is a it's a movie that take it it takes a lot to process. Like yes, it does. It's a lot to unpack, and it's also a really long movie. Both uh, of them, I feel like this one particularly. Mm-hmm. But um, I started analyzing it after pretty much as soon as I got out of the theater. I saw like YouTube videos of people like giving their take on it and everything. And Aria Astra said he calls this a breakup movie. And yeah. if you like think about it, it definitely is. It kind of like. It breaks up people in their body parts. <laughs> yep. Well, not just that, but it's oh, they tear so the, the main the main, so like I guess, arc of the or the story of the movie is that this uh, girl has a tragedy in her family, like her her mom, her sister, and her parents die because okay. the sister commits suicide and kills the parents in the process. Very yes. tense scene that yeah. was. It was yeah. So she's like broken up and everything, or like she's like devastated, and her boy, like she's dating this guy who wants to break up with her, mm-hmm. but obviously after this tragedy, he doesn't have the balls, the balls and the heart to break up with her. So he en- ends up inviting her to this Sweden or Euro trip, mainly Sweden, where they're gonna be in this Swedish village for the Midsummer Festival, which is really big in Sweden. It's actually really big. Obviously, the way they portray it in the movie is a lot more different than the actual uh, festival. People aren't jumping off rocks in yeah. Sweden right now. You're telling me but that? But it's this like little village, uh, and they go there, and it's... I will say that the movie has gorgeous shots. It like, is very well yeah, shot. It's yeah. very well shot. It has some really interesting shots, like when they're, walk, when they're driving into mm. the village or whatever part yeah. of Sweden they're going to like the camera flips upside down yeah and that that was a really interesting shot um what other ones would you um I just I'm trying to think of specific shots I think just like they did a lot of like wide shots like yeah. a lot of like longer takes and like a lot of like slow pans slow and it just kind of added to like the, the tone and the yeah. te- of the movie yeah. like mm-hmm. it I mean the movie does Exactly what it when wants you to yeah. feel. That movie delivered exactly what I expected. But Derek had his problems with Hereditary the first time he saw it. And I feel like he had a similar... You had a similar reaction to this after you saw it. Like, right like right off the bat. I wouldn't recommend yeah. watching it by yourself like I did. Because um, <laughs> there were times in the movie there was a scene... A certain scene would happen. I would look at the MDC next to me. And like, boy, this is... Scene I wish I could react to someone with it. And I had the same thoughts during Hereditary, too. I do think I had a quicker turnaround for this movie than Hereditary. Hereditary. Because Hereditary, you didn't have the turnaround until you rewatched it. Rewatched it. Hereditary was, I think, more, more polarizing, I guess, yeah. in a sense. I guess, I don't know, I, mean, I don't know how to explain it, but Midsommar, <laughs> I do think I, I got to an understanding after that movie that this is just what the movie is. Like, yeah. it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to put you, like, really off-putting. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty funny there's actually some really good yeah. lines in the movie like will poulter's Will Poulter has some good has stuff best, like he's like the fool the comic relief yeah. yeah um and there's also just like 
awkwardly funny. Like you're laughing. It's just like how like awkward this yeah. and like tense the scene is. Uh, I can think of one scene particularly near the end, which is like the the mating scene, yeah, that and that's was... just the way that's all presented and all ritualistic. There's a sex scene. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Fuck. You yeah. actually see a full frontal, a male full frontal. You do. Oh, yeah. of dick. Of yeah. uh, what's his name? Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Transformers. One of the Transformers. Yeah. No. Uh, Age of Extinction. Or the one which Mark Wahlberg was in. The the first Mark, the one with the dinosaurs. I didn't see it, but he was in that. I think that's Age of Extinction. Yeah. yeah. And he was in Sing Street. Did you see Sing Street? No. That was really good. He's good in that. And dick out in this movie. So, yeah. um, brave. Dick out. Brave. But Florence. Florence Pugh was really good. Is phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Definitely has the best performance. Yeah, she has the best performance because she goes from, she she just does a full range. Very emotional turn. Yeah. Uh, through the movie, but yeah. I only com- my only complaint yeah, is the length. Still- I think after everything, I still think this movie is too long. I think that you could cut stuff out of the movie and you could still get the same, the same yeah. feeling and the same ideas presented without having to be this long. Because Hereditary is like just two hours. Two hours. This yeah. is like two and a half hours. So it's like that extra 30 minutes is like, it's kind of, I do feel it. At least for me. Yeah, I mean, I do agree it's a little long. I don't think I felt it long, but um, it is a very tense movie for sure. Yeah. Like I, I think my hands were sweating like pretty much the entire movie. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, constantly waiting for something. And it's not your traditional jump scare horror. It's more of, a, like, a thinker. Mm. Uh, it's more psychological. It's, like, something that you it's will slow definitely... twisting knife. Yeah, exactly. Like, it does have some really intense, gory scenes. It does, yeah. It's, I, yeah. it's still great. Um, just... I liked it a lot. I, I definitely feel like Ari Aster is oh. a director to... Not a fan of scary movies? <laughs> no. Wow. Specifically gore. Specifically he doesn't gore. like gore. But Ari Aster is definitely a director that I'm gonna follow. Mm-hmm. Like I do like I do like both of his movies a lot. And I do I am curious to see what he's gonna do next because he said he doesn't want to do a horror next. Yeah, that's what I'm so, curious about to see what he does. So I'm curious to see what he does after this. So Yeah. To keep the train rolling on horror. We also saw Crawl. We saw, we saw crawl. this together. We yes. did see Crawl we did together. We did see Crawl together. Yeah. I also read the Wikipedia. <laughs> Brandon's well versed since he read the Wikipedia page. I also did not. Crawl was short and yep. to the point yep. and it delivered exactly what I expected it. It's just yeah. a fun, gory movie that is... It's a, it's a, monster, a monster. It's like a B-movie. Yeah. You could call it... What would you call it? A creature feature. Yeah. A creature feature. feature. Yeah. I like that. Wow. Yeah. Did you come up with that? No. Oh. But, <laughs> take that credit I know take that back then <laughs> but I mean from the trailers this is kind of what the movie that was promised is the movie that it was... definitely looked like that kind of movie where yeah. like how it, like uh, Don't Breathe was yeah and uh, I'm trying to think there's another movie there's another one this is the one um, with um, Ryan Ryan Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds his wife yeah. on the lifeguard tower thing oh yeah yeah The Shallows Bowie the shallows, yeah. oh. the shallow. it's kind of like that yeah. it kinda it's kind of like that yeah that's the other movie I was trying to think Gators are terrifying. Oh my gosh. That's all I, I want to say. I could sense his tension every time the gator would pop out. And he, like, I, I could tell, like, he would, like, either, like, kind of, like, his body language and everything. And then after the movie, he's like, gators terrify me as it, as it is. So this movie did nothing to help me. There was a moment where it was probably the goriest moment was, like, um, the dad 
gets his arm snapped off by one of the gators, and it's just the way it's shown is just it's very gory. Yeah. It's very really, gruesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, if you're a fan of horror, it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's it's barely an hour and a half. It's actually yeah. maybe a little under. I think it's an hour and twenty seven minutes, but yeah. with credits, it's probably less than that. So you're in and out of that movie, and yeah. it's just a good time. Yeah. So, and it's uh, Kayla. Kaya Scodelario. Scodelario and, yeah. and Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper, yeah. Um, the yeah. last one I wanted to talk about, so I, no one else has seen this one, Stuber. Um, no. Out of the horror. <laughs> I thought Stuber you meant now. like no one in the world has seen this one. No, no one here like, has oh, seen Have you read the Wikipedia article for this one? I did not. Okay. I actually do want to see this one. So, so for, for Stuber, um, I mean... I like to say is it's just it's just a fun movie. Um, Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Bautista's chemistry is really good. Like they bounce off each other really well, and they off they very much carry the movie. And I'm very with them most of the time. Um, but mm. my only complaint is, I mean, I I guess it's not like much of a complaint. It's just like the story. Like I was, I'm about to say, is the story? It's just really the story. It's like I could care about like because there's like a there's like a subplot with the police that's happening and it's like Dave Bautista's character is having to like uncover this like this uh this drug dealer that's like kind of like messed with his life so he's just want he's has like a vendetta against him who's the dirty cop you, yeah it's the uh the you classic know, good old you know it doesn't even matter it's the chief of police it's like not even a big deal it's like presented so quick in the movie <laughs> like and it's such like it's so like really that's like they're just like oh yeah I'm corrupt by the way it's like okay cool <laughs> alright um it's like there's it's not played up for anything it's like you really don't care about the story you really just want to watch them just kind of like riff off each other um, which is what i would expect yeah and that's like that's it and it's also a short movie it's an hour and a half so it's like you're in and you're out it's fun i love kumail in general and yeah, he's great do they dave patisse is really good the supporting cast doesn't have much to do either um and it has like some pretty big names. Like, like Karen Gillian's in Karen it, Gillian. and um, gosh, she's in Natalie Glow. Morales. Natalie Morales yeah. is his daughter. And Betty Gilpin. Betty Gilpin, um, and uh, what's his name? He's actually funny in it. Um, he was in American Vandal the first season. He was the, the Jimmy Tatro. Oh, Jimmy Tatro. Yeah, oh, okay. he's in it. He's actually pretty oh, funny. is he? I didn't yeah, know he's really funny in it. So I'd say, I, I like. Him. He's probably the only sporting character who's like got some good lines, and everyone else. Like, Betty Gilpin's got a couple, but most of them are just kind of there for like the plot um but it's i still see it just for them i think they carry the movie enough and it's it's just just go and don't expect much from it you okay. have fun with it jimmy tatro's youtube page back in high school was fire yeah now it's well, probably not <laughs> he's still going i mean he's got his movie career now he's I mean, doing yeah what movie career though yeah you know yeah he's, he's, he's showing he's, up in movies he's like a like a like a college something yeah that's when he was in college yeah the yeah. real pros of simi valley is really funny there's a there's another one. It was like a short video, a short video, and it was like he was like at a party and he jumped too early before the beat dropped, mm-hmm. and then his friend jumped in and like right when the beat dropped, that was funny. So yeah, I think that's all the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were uh, out of town this week. Yeah, right? Right. So. gone, so he didn't get to see anything. We will see two movies this weekend, so that's yes. gonna be our our subject next week. Great, yeah. should be a hell of a podcast next week. So yeah. We will. We depending, are going to see the farewell, and the farewell. Depending opened, on if Lion King's great. <laughs> the farewell <laughs> opened this past weekend in four theaters in the entire country. I'm guessing two in LA and two in New York, probably. Oh, what? Yeah. 
It's it was unlimited release, and then it's expanding this week. Oh, okay, okay. But um, it did more per theater average than Avengers, so it it's had the the largest debut this year. Now explain that so, to me because that doesn't really make sense. So it showed in four theaters, and it made what like two hundred and thirty million for the weekend in four theaters. So per theater average, it made eighty five. Not not two two hundred thirty thousand. Okay. I was like, yeah, what? Not million, million. Sorry, that was totally. I was so it made a per theater average of eighty five thousand. Okay. Which means that not even Avengers made per theater per like theater. Right. It made that tickets much. sold. Yeah. Now, not to play devil's advocate. Now, how much did Marvel's Avengers do? Per Is that theater, what you're about to ask? No, but if a movie is only showing in four theaters and you Wouldn't only it, see it in four well, theaters, yeah. is it more in likely? New York and LA. <laughs> yeah, in like two of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, obviously, but still, like for a movie that only opened in four theaters instead of 4,000 mm-hmm. screens, like it's still like pretty impressive. For a movie that's like a, a small, you know, independent movie. I guess that is still yeah. good that this movie doesn't have much I traction, guess, but... It is. Oh, I don't know. I'm like. I'm. Very, I guess. Like, talk to like us. I guess. Talk to yeah. us after it hits a billion. You know. Well, no. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying it's gonna hit a billion. I'm just saying that for a small movie. To, yeah. To no, I get it. More. No, I to have a, a higher per theater average than Avengers this year, which Avengers was huge. Yeah. Like it's still pretty impressive, even if it's just showing in four theaters. That's still a lot. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I'm still yeah. I'm still looking forward I, to seeing I'm it. I'm still gonna cry. And it, and it I feel has like. 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. as of really? now. 100 percent 100 percent Well I remember when we watched the trailer for it and we looked Dude, at the each trailer and we were like amazing. Yeah. That trailer looks really good. Yeah. And I'm excited to see Aquafina in a kind of more dramatic very, role. Yeah. Serious role. Serious. Yeah. yeah. Well it's it's still a drama well, movie. Yeah, it's, but like it's still, more of a yeah, serious. It's more serious. Yeah. yeah. So we'll come yeah. back with our take on that next week. And Lion King. And we'll say that for next week. Yeah. I've seen some clips. Can't so wait. Have I. <laughs> I've seen the clips. And so boy. Boy, I, I already can the clips. I have a good <laughs> sense of the review already. Not this photorealistic <laughs> Oh boy. Let's let, we talk a lot of the yeah, We'll say that next week. Um, next week. Uh, movie <laughs> news. Uh, last one I'm, is the well, we have a couple, but first uh, the King's Man trailer. Oh yeah, that came out um, today or yesterday. 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 Yeah, yeah. So this is a prequel to the Kingsman movies. This is set in the early 1900s, about World War One, mm-hmm. um, and it's I guess it just was teaser, so there was just not much shown, but it, it's just going to be the origin of the Kingsman. Yeah. Um, and it has uh, Ray Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes, yeah. starring um, Jamin Hunsu. John, uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in it because I didn't. Oh, uh, Gemma Arterton. Gemma Arterton. Someone is playing Rasputin in that trailer, and I think it's it's the guy who played the lizard in the Amazing Spider-Man, Reese Ifen. Oh, right. Oh, he, he's playing Rasputin. Okay. I remember looking at the cast list. There was someone else I saw in there. Stanley Tucci's supposed to be in it too. Okay. So, I love it's him. Merlin. We stand. Yeah, we stand him. He's Merlin. He's supposed we to be Merlin. We stand Stanley. What the fuck is Ralph Fiennes supposed to be in? The is King's he- Man. He, he's not the main king's man. He's gonna be the origin. He's probably gonna teach okay, the young the boy OG in that trailer. Oh, okay. All right. The way king's man needs a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the rules. Um, oh, it looks. I mean, I'm, I love the kingsman movies. Yeah, so I, I'm I, those movies are those movies that kind of deliver what 
They promised. They so. are what they. Yeah. yeah. First one's really the, first good. One, the, first the first one. Yeah. No one knew what it was gonna be. It snuck up on everyone. It snuck up on everyone. So we can't say both of those movies. Okay. Everyone knew. Second one was a little underwhelming in comparison. I still enjoyed still, it. It's still a fun movie. But it's, yeah. Because yeah. Elton John's cameo in the second one's fantastic. Yeah, that one's it's pretty good. Yeah. Though. Um, Daniel, you had movie news. Yes. So if you guys remember from a previous podcast, my favorite movie was La La Land. And we'll never guess. <laughs> Damien Chazelle is working on his next project, which is going to be called Babylon. He's, uh, I think, uh, pitching it to studios as of now. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially Emma Stone's going to star in it, which that's amazing news. Wait, it hasn't been picked up by a studio yet? Not yet. Oh. But they're thinking since now that he's more well known, like it's going to, like, I think it's going to be. Uh, Big one. War. Yeah. Oh, bidding war. Yeah. Oh, oh, but Lionsgate okay. seems to be the the front runner since they did Lollaland. So Yeah, why wouldn't you go yeah. to the Okay. Alright, go ahead. But anyway, uh from what I read on social media and online and everything is that it's gonna be uh set in the nineteen twenties mm-hmm. and it's gonna be about Hollywood's transition from silent movies to talkies. So okay. that's gonna be very interesting mm-hmm. and they're gonna have like, you know, Real people like portrayed in in the film, and also fictional people. Okay, so it's so also like, a blend. Yeah. Two. Okay. So that should be really interesting. That like Lalaland was his homage to like, kind of like, his love of of musicals, mm-hmm. and it should be probably his love of probably like older movies. So we'll see how that goes. They're very much in that era with yeah. these two movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. looking forward to you know. Yeah. Um, did you guys, everyone, did you ever see the first movie? That was his last movie, right? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Whiplash. I was going to be like, yes. Oh, I love Whiplash. Whiplash, Whiplash is fantastic. I was curious about it. Uh, first one was good, but he didn't write that one, so I feel like oh, no? that's, no. Okay. Oh, he's writing Babylon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And he wrote La La Land and Whiplash, so. Well, that was, his, Whiplash was a short film he did, and he expanded to a Yeah, and then feature. he expanded to a, a feature length. Yeah. Um, was there any other news tidbits? I don't think so. Nope. Oh, 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 We have an Elvis, boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I forgot. have an Elvis. Can you get his name real quick? Yes, I can. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Yep. Austin Butler, who's going to be seen in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Good one. And Dead Don't Die. I want to see. And he's been in other stuff. He's been in like TV. I think. He's been in mainly Disney Channel. Yeah. He used to yeah. date Vanessa Hudgens. He still is dating. Oh, Vanessa. he still is. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought they. But that's good. Um, maybe it is. When they break up, I'll let you know, bro. And it's a Baz Luhrmann movie, so it's going to be interesting to see how he. Yeah, he has another feature. He has while. a very specific style. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Baz Luhrmann? Uh, he did Moulin Rouge, Great Gatsby, uh, Great Gatsby Romeo uh, plus Juliet. Romeo, oh, yeah. like Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, yes. and Romeo and Juliet with oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You did not like that visually? No. And Romeo and Juliet with... Oh, I don't like that one either. Did you, did you see Moulin Rouge? No. It's probably his it's best probably, one. It's probably his best one, but it has a very similar... But he has a very distinct style. But if you're not a fan of his style, this may not... Be yeah, this may not essentially, to you. <laughs> depending on where he goes with it. So... Yikes. Um, It'd be kind of interesting, like, I think a fantasy-type biopic, I mean, worked with Rocket Man, so I mean, yeah. I don't see why it couldn't work for Elvis. Elvis. For Elvis, yeah. yeah. And maybe an unknown, or more unknown, might be better than, the other four were pretty bigger, like, it was Miles Teller, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Harry uh, Styles, Harry Styles, and Ansel 
was it? Also Elgort. So maybe more unknown might be better for it. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll get a taste of him next week. With we'll get a taste of him. Get a taste of him. Yeah, yeah. That's what we all want is a taste of Austin Butler. (laughs) Do we know his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I think he's just part of the Manson. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Give him respect, Manson family. Manson crew. (laughs) Yo, it's me, the Manson crew. What up? What up? We rep LA. Um. Well, let's talk about the big, the big announcement that that happened today, which was the Emmy announcement. The Emmy nominations. Nominations. Um. The bullshit in nominations. (sighs) Okay. Should we start with good? Brett and I. Or you want to go to the bad? Let's just go to the bad, and then we can go. Okay. Just jump right in. This is some horse shit. Brett and I were kind of. Well, I was kind of disappointing. Disappointed that. Game of Thrones got as many nominations. What are you talking about? The best season of Game of Thrones was nominated as it deserved. <laughs> to on top of of it being nominated for as many as it, I just think it's hype. Whatever. Yeah, that's hype. It's I'm for sure whatever. Hype. I don't care about it being nominated. I don't care. What I'm that's what, what I care about more. Yeah. Is who was nominated? Yeah. Fucking Kit Harrington for his two lines I don't the want entire it. season. I don't want the throne. I don't want the throne. I don't want it. She's my queen. She's my queen. She's my queen. She's my queen. You want to hit us with one? No. Uh, Anyways, uh, sorry, real quick. To clarify, this is the most nominated show ever in a single year. It got 32 nominations. This year? Yeah. Game of Thrones. And the record was 27. And it's like, for the worst season, it got 32 nominations. Yeah, Alfie Allen scored a nomination. Yeah, Alfie Allen was good, though. But he was good. Yeah, he was good. He's a good man. I was... Well, you like, don't let that good man go. Some of those categories are... It's like Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. This Maisel. Or, you know... It's, I well, know that no, it's, that's a different... Yeah, yeah. It's all the but same I know shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Your point came across. Yes. So, it's a lot of Game of Thrones littered in the nominations. So, it's, it's very hard to not get... Game of Thrones something. Yeah. But this is the first time Game of Thrones has a lead actor and lead actress. Yeah. No? Because the other times they submitted it for supporting. Supporting. Yeah. Right. So Amelia Clark and Kit Harrington. I guess Amelia Clark I could see. Amelia Clark I could see. see. That was more like, okay. Yeah. I feel like out of everyone that got nominated, Kit Harrington definitely did not deserve to be nominated. No, but you know who did? Everyone else, I'm fine with. The wrong Stark got nominated. Their original fucking king in the north. Richard Madden. For his role in Bodyguard. Bodyguard did get nominated for Best Strong. Give a shit. So. We didn't get nominated personally. Because he won. No, I know. For a Golden Globe last year. Yes. For well, Bodyguard. This year. This year. This year. This year. For Bodyguard? For the Bodyguard. For bodyguard. So maybe that's why? Well, because no. there's only one season. Yeah, but he still should have got a nomination. Should, he could, they still submitted him. He just didn't get nominated because they decided for some reason to nominate Kid Harrington, who had two lines the entire... People will clean up in those yeah. awards sometimes. They'll get Golden Globes and Emmys for, yeah. you know. Nicole Kidman won all the awards she was nominated for. Brandon, you had something to say. Yes, <laughs> did I? Uh, you did. No, I mean, it just, it seems like that, like, victory lap thing that the Emmys exactly. always do for final seasons. Yeah. So, they I like mean, to do that for final seasons. Yeah. If they take home a lot of trophies for it, then that'll be something else. Best yeah. writing? Best writing? Best directing? Best directing? There you go. Yeah, cinematography. Cinematography, it does. Yeah, yeah. I think it has very good. The technical one. aspects, I wouldn't be mad if it won technical categories. Yeah. But as far as like writing or like best 
Drama? Like, no. Hell no. It does not deserve to win Best Drama. See, I don't even... What, what are the other Best Dramas? I don't... Uh, Better Call Saul. Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Oh, God, dude. Um... <laughs> See, I just this one thing. Just, just there was like there was like eight nominees. The one I was passionate about, I have it. You have it? Yeah. I, I put the whole list on oh my, God. my notes. You, yeah. You're good man. Uh outstanding oh outstanding comedy series is Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark. Ozark. Okay. Uh I don't know if this is Pose or Posse. Po- pose. 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 Succession. Yeah. And This Is Us. Oh yeah. I feel like this is us as a really middle show. Yeah. Like, he, no, yeah. I've heard really good things about it. I heard it's just super emotional. Yeah. I'm I not even. I haven't. Seen, I haven't seen any. Of you know, shows I did see. That that shit. I did see the first two episodes of Pose. Pose is really good, and Pose does a lot for representation as far as like trans actors. Uh-huh. So that's. I'm really happy it got nominated. I haven't finished the first season, but I liked it a lot, and it's about a, about like drag kind of like culture oh. in 80s new york okay so it's a really interesting show and ryan murphy ryan murphy always gets nominated his shows i feel like he ends up in there yeah have you seen any of those shows on that list besides <laughs> Game of Thrones? i saw killing eve you saw killing eve how was yeah. killing eve is that good it's so good okay i need to watch that watch it yeah, for sure. definitely because uh-huh. you know who created that show right steve wallbridge yes which really oh. bad Fleabag, we're yes. so happy. Thank yes. you, yes. Fleabag. Oh, we're very, very really happy. I don't know if I'd take Fleabag over Barry. That's that's a hard one. It's a hard one for me. I personally, seen Barry, personally, I, I think Fleabag deserves it more. Fleabag deserves it. <laughs> yes. I think I, I'm gonna have to go. Honestly, with... that 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 comedy category this year is very strong. Very stacked. Very very stacked. I heard Shit's Creek is really good. I've heard really good things about Shit's Creek. People good Place wanting. is amazing. Veep has always been like nominated, and Veep Just has won one. repeatedly. <laughs> Miss Maisel's so, good. And Second season, Maisel, yeah. all right, but it's good. Like people have been wanting Shit's Creek to get nominated for a yeah. while. I think that was a big show. And for this people. was their final season, right? Yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, they have a lot of um, nominations this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Veep also is on its last season, so there's a good chance it might. And Veep has won in the past. Mm-hmm. It didn't win last year because Mrs. Maisel won last year. But Look, there's one comedy category that I care the most about. Is it supporting actor? And it's for supporting actor. And you want? I want Noho Hank. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Kerrigan. Anthony Kerrigan to take home that award. He deserves, he deserves it. it. He deserves it. He's the best part of Barry now. Yeah. He, like This second season, he came into his own with that character. And I just, every time he's on scene. Watch Barry. You you'll like it. I, this, I you'll like it. The only sad part about that and whole thing is Henry Henry Winkler is also in that category. And the guy and he's phenomenal. Yeah. And Stephen Root. Yeah. Yeah. You, but like, yeah, Henry Winkler won last year. Yeah. For that category, and Bill Hader won last year also. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna win again. Just give give him give him no whole anchor. But I feel like Anthony Kerrigan deserves it. Um. But yeah, Fleabag. Was a show that I was just recommended and then was kind of like taken aback by how yeah. great it was. Like, Phoebe Waller Ridge is, her comedic timing in that show is great. Like, she, her, I want her to win just as, I want her to win too. Like, lead actress in a comedy. So they can make a fucking another season. I, I would love so. if they do another season. Because Phoebe Waller Ridge said that she didn't know if there was going to be another season. Bastard. So. The writing's great and she just, like, it's just perfect. She just yeah. does a great job. Uh, there was. He uh, was his name. The, the Andrew pre- Scott. Andrew Scott didn't get nominated. Andrew I thought he was great. I he thought was, so too. I he thought was, he would at least get nominated. 
Yeah. The priest. The priest. The priest. I thought yeah. so too. He was really good. He was. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. But, uh, um, some other people were nominated for the show. Oh, uh, the Claire, who mm-hmm. the girl who plays Claire, Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. and Fiona Shaw. Yeah. For her guest one episode, she, she was the counselor. They should be somewhere yeah. in my notes. Yeah. And Kristen Scott Thomas, who played uh, that businesswoman Belinda, who they give an award yep. to, and yep. she gives her the bus. The, yes. <laughs> That was great. Oh, that's so, for uh, lim- uh, just a special guest. Yeah, guest yeah. actor in a comedy series or actress. Yeah, um, I saw Adam Sandler was uh, in that. Yeah, for guest actor for SNL. I heard SNL. His episode was really, that's really good. I saw some snippets of him on it. I good. saw the the skit where he does like, where he goes to the Sandler family reunion, and it's hilarious. God, that was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, Brandon, anything else? Any other? You, I you like Sleepy a lot. Yeah. Didn't get. Oh, I thought you were playing King of the Leaf. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, that's the one that's left, right? What the heck? I didn't, even, I didn't even see that. That's that's probably one of the best sketch shows that's been on recently, and it got snubbed completely by it. It's it did so good. Or did get nominated? Did, did, did not. Did not. Yeah, it did not. It, it's such a great show. It's so good. I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, it's very good. It's really good. Yeah. But also, Crazy Ex Girlfriend did get some nomination, but it was like for song for like writing. Like like song lyrics and stuff like that, but I feel like it should have gotten some acting nominations. Nominations. I feel like Rachel Bloom did a really good job in this last season. That's I hundred percent agree. Yeah. With. I'm here for you, Daniel. <laughs> I just felt like this show never got the attention awards wise it deserved. It did win during for the first season. It did win a Golden Globe. Like she won a Golden Globe, and the show won for best comedy. Mm. But like. Other than that, like it barely got recognized. Like in the for the Emmys, it would only get nominated for like songs and things like that, or or writing. I feel like the acting was really strong in that show, and it should have gotten like her and Donalyn, what is it, Chamberlain. Uh, Chamberlain. Like she was excellent in that show. Like mm. I feel like them two should have at least gotten a nomination at some point. Okay, and it just sucks that this was the last season and it didn't. They did not, but you know it is what it is. Yeah. Did you look like you had something to say? I thought you did at least. Was oh no, one? I was just gonna say that Bossy Verdon. Oh yeah, that got nominated. Sam Rockwell and and Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Uh, that category is really stacked too because Michelle Williams and Amy Adams are nominated in the same category, which is best actress in. And Patricia series. Arquette. And Patricia Arquette. Joey it, King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? A limited series, right? Yeah, or a movie Mini series or TV movie. Yeah, Chernobyl got a yeah. Got Chernobyl got, got a few nominations. I don't think it was the only one. You don't think it was the one? I don't think so. But I really, yeah. really liked Amy Adams and Sharp Objects. That's right. Yeah. But I also really liked Michelle Williams and Fosse Vernon. So it's I'm like torn. The horror. <laughs> Did I hear Patricia Arquette's documentary get nominated? No, I don't think so. I don't. I didn't see it. it. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Both of those are shady. Um, <laughs> Patricia Arquette won that category at the Golden Globes, but the Golden Globes is a different voting people. So For Escape at Denimara. Denimara. Isn't that a movie? That's a movie. It's wow. a miniseries. Oh, it has Benicio Del Toro, so yeah. I'm probably going to watch ben that. Stiller for, created it or directed it? I'm going to be honest, I did not hear what you guys just said. Oh. I was on a quick side thing. Yeah. Uh... What was the show you were talking about before I bring it up? Escape of... Tanamora? Oh, that, I think that is... It's a movie, I thought. I, I think Ben, ben Stiller... 
Were you asking if it's a movie or did Ben Stiller? Well, I asked if it was a movie and then he brought Ben Stiller. I'm pretty sure Ben Stiller's involved in it. Yeah, he is. And I thought it was a limited series. It is. It's a series. It's a limited series. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. As I said, I was halfway out of that conversation. So (laughs) I was. was, Yeah, Ben Stiller directed it. Oh, he directed it. Finding Neverland? Documentary? Was that? That was nominated, right? Probably. Do you have that one there? No, I don't. I cut it off because it's I think I don't think they they did they I mean if you go to the Emmys website they'll tell you like the whole but if you go to like a normal website they only show you the, like the the main, the main. categories. Yeah. Let me take a look real well, quick. I went to people. What the people? Let's see. Scrolling to that list real quick. I also spam about Spider Man some more. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Agent Cody Bates two Destination London Spider Man Far From Home same movie happened about it. Brandon, you'll be happy to know yeah. that the Netflix Fire Festival documentary did get nominated. Oh, boy. Only the Netflix one? The Netflix one. Only the Netflix one. Is that the one produced by Fuck Jerry or the one that they paid the guy for? Um, Anyone have that? I can't remember what that is. What's the name? I have no Fire, idea. Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Oh. Did anyone have what? So oh. one of them was oh. produced by Fuck Jerry, who was heavily involved in the yeah. Fire Festival stuff. The other was... They paid the main guy whose name I could not be bothered to remember, uh, like some crazy Jar- amount of money to be on it. Which is the one that was on the not fire or the other one? <laughs> the this one, the one I just mentioned, that one is nominated. Fire, the greatest party that ever happened. Um, in the documentaries, Leaving Neverland bummer. is also on there. Very bummer documentary. Very good. Very good. Important, but yes. just not true. Heck of bummer. <laughs> but just, you know, not true. So, I mean, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> do I want to be associated with the podcast anymore? Let's move past that. Let's move past that. Let's move past that. No, let's not get into it. Let's okay. move past We're going to move past. Um, Can you change my name in the credits? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Gilda Radner documentary, uh, Mining the Gap, which I think won, was nominated for. Was, I heard some stuff about Mining the Gap on Hulu. Uh, is that the, um, is that the rock climbing one? The one? Nope. Free Soul. Free Soul is a rock What's Mind of the Gap? Let me look at Mind of the Gap. And it, the events are Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Is that the one with... Um, with that lady. Yeah. She holds like the... Yeah. symbol. Yes. That's, okay, the, that's yeah. that whole controversy that happened yeah, with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, Minding the Gap is the... Oh, it's a skateboarding one. Okay. Yeah, okay. That looks, I heard a lot of good things about that one. Um, but I just... <laughs> So there's a category called a uh, short form series, mm-hmm. which is like like internet content pretty much. And there's this show called Usually you laugh after you tell us what happened. Sorry. It's as I'm thinking about it. And I didn't know there was a second season and I'm gonna watch that when I get home. <laughs> are you or are you gonna watch Ginger Things? Both. Okay. Um and it's called an Emmy for Megan. Okay. Oh, very good. Megan Amram, who actually is very involved in a lot of comedy shows, one of them being The Good Place. She did this whole se- like web series called An Emmy for Megan last year to get nominated for an Emmy last year. And she did season two and she got nominated again this season. But it's really funny. It's kind of like ridiculous, but it's funny. But it's like her like just doing little five-minute videos saying that she wants to get nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. All you have to do. Yeah. You gotta be there. Boy, if Richard Madden did that shit, I guess he'd be nominated too. 
Um, and she last year she got nominated for best actress in a short form series, but not this year. Okay. Yeah. So this, this just the series itself. The series nominated. itself got nominated. Okay. Game of Thrones, which is Jonathan Van Ness's Funny or Die thing, got nominated. Yeah. So that's really cool. The only Game of Thrones related content that should win. That should win. Yep. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on these Emmy nominations? Any other snubs or any excitement? I mean, Brandon thought that Stranger Things had gotten snubbed. Didn't you think for a second? Oh no, I was no. making a joke. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't think about the subtitles. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were also making a joke. No. I legit thought that he was snubbed. Nope. It can't be in there, can no, it? No, because, this, the because it just started off, like two weeks ago. The cutoff was May 31st. Yeah, okay. So That's anything that so came out. Like, so why that day, you know, what a clever, <laughs> clever retort. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I tried. Um, but I, I, Derek, when I saw that. Derek can cut this out. Nah, it's fine. Daniel is very very passionate about his award season yes he is yes that's good Someone but um yeah all everything that came out after may 31st will get nominated for the next year so big little lies stranger things three uh handmaid's tale anything like that oh okay. glow there's lots of spookies did that premiere after may 31st yes hopefully next year that gets nominated hopefully Wow. <laughs> said, said you sounded like you were. Yeah, I know. Here is the prediction. Lots of spookies gets nominated. Hopefully. That's yes, great. Yeah. Maybe, awesome. maybe another great show this episode. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Um, but since we're on the subject of TV still, any other... You guys watching anything? Any team recommendations? Brandon, since you're fresh face, anything you watch that maybe we haven't or anything you want to add on to? I mean, we talked about a lot of them. Crazy Storefront, if you didn't watch it, please watch, watch it. That. It's great. It's great. Good place. I read that it's their fi- this is their final yeah. season coming up, so hop on that train while you can. Yeah. It is so good. It's great. I slept on it when it first started, like, and and luckily didn't have anything spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, very good. Even if you have problems with it, like I did at the start, it, gets it addresses them. <laughs> and it gets so much better. That yeah. show was like, like when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, I like it, but I don't love it. And right. then by the end of season one, I was like, oh no, I love I'm it. I'm all in for this. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, and then season two was, each season had gotten better for yeah. me. Yeah. Momentum's yeah. been building. Yeah. And I'm glad they're ending on their terms. On, the, on their terms. Yeah. And on a high note. So. Um, and then you watched, you mentioned Killing Eve too. Um, yeah. what, is, what is it about real quick? So, all right, so. Oh my gosh! Okay, so BBC. So uh, it's an assa- a female assassin. Okay. And the MI six or five operative who's trying to catch her, Sandra O. Oh, and the lady assassin's name is Villanelle, which already is very good. And they are in love so hard. It's so good. Thank. It's so good. Yes, it's a very good show. I. Yeah, you should just watch it. Is it on Amazon? It's on, season one's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Uh, and season two, I think, should be if you have. It should be on BBC. Okay. But it's probably if if it's not there anymore, it's probably going to make its way to Hulu at some point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just BBC shows. Another show to add to the list. Yeah, I know. I, I've been that's been on my radar, and then after I found out that Phoebe Waller Bridge created it, I was like, oh, I need to see this. Yeah. Because it, it's also, it has, like, comedy in it, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's very funny at times. Yeah. 
Have you guys ever seen the OA, the Netflix show? No, oh, but no. you were. Didn't you bring that up? You brought time? it up. I well, not on the podcast, the I think. Podcast. The German one, right? That's the that's dark. 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 Oh, you asked yeah. about that one. Yeah, yeah. Time. No, the OA. This first season was really, really good, but the plot was kind of confusing. And I haven't seen season two, and it came out like a couple months ago. But I heard season two is like really, really good. I heard that they kind of like address all the concerns from season one. So I'll have to check. If you haven't seen seen it, maybe give it a shot because it's sci-fi and okay, it's pretty good. You know what other plot? Phyllis is in it from the office. Phyllis, oh, yeah, that's her name. Her real name is yeah, Phyllis. Know, yeah, Phyllis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yesterday the movie was really confusing, so I mean, um, I asked you one one other question, Brandon, for coming on. I asked you to think of three of your favorite movies. Yeah, or would you do with every guest? Super easy. That I've decided. Spider Man, Spider Man. Super easy. Hit me. Yeah, that's I would love to do Spider Man, Spider Man, but instead I'll settle for one Spider Man's, and it is uh, Into the Spider Verse. Okay, of course, it's yeah, one of my favorite movies. Of all time. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Okay. Commit. Uh, Man from Uncle. Oof. I love that movie. You? It is... Actually, I really enjoyed that movie. I that saw that with you. It's yeah. like comfort food. It's like a yeah. really good movie to watch. Mm. The third act kind of lags a little bit, but it's fine because it's just still so good. And it's good eye candy, too. Yeah. So. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then third, I'm going to go with Grand Budapest Hotel. Ah, oh, that's, that's, that's a really good choice. I like that one. Yeah. So, I, I think that might be my favorite Wes Anderson. I really liked that one when it came out. I saw it a couple of times in theaters. I think just Ray Fiennes in that. Yeah. Just to circle back to him, he's just really good in that. So I had that and Flash Thompson. And Flash Thompson, his, his, his debut. Yeah. His debut. Yeah. Such such a turn to go to Flash. <laughs> But it's so good. He's so good as Flash. He's, he's really good as Flash. I like that. I like the portrayal of Flash. So, no, that's uh, it. Any, that's any final thoughts on this week? All right. Well, well I don't think that, then that's right. it. Then that's the podcast. That's, that's the podcast. Thank you for Thanks listening. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, thank you for coming. Wait, what are you doing there? We yeah. have to plug everything. But Brandon, I really do appreciate you coming on. Thanks thank for, for thanks for joining. Yes. Would love to have you on again. Maybe for another Spider-Man. Yeah, next Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Three years. Count down the days yeah. to that one. Spider-Man or Mission Impossible in Anthony. Right, good to know. Um, so, Brandon, where uh, could they listen to the podcast for us? Where do you listen to the podcast? Do you? I listen to it on the Apple Podcast app because I'm basic like that. That's fine. Uh, yeah. What could you do on that? Well, you can give it a nice uh, five-star review. Sorry. Five star review. <laughs> Five stars. That's right. Uh, and leave a nice review. I didn't write a comment because I didn't know how. But that's right. If you write a review, just tell us how good looking Brett is. That's the only thing that's been happening on those uh, yeah, that's, reviews. That's so theme that's been that is the theme. Um, there are more. Just the two. I'm okay, sure okay, okay. Okay. There could be more. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, There's yeah. thousands now. If, if I can. There's probably it, just the two. Um, but yeah, if you don't want to listen to an Apple podcast, you can also go to Spotify where you can also follow us. So you can check, you can let you know when we get our podcast updated every week. Um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, uh, I say iHeart. Yes, you do. iHeart again, why not? Um, Spotify. I said Spotify. Anyways. On all of these platforms. All these platforms. Where do you get your stuff? Yeah. Um, but if they want to follow us individually, uh, you can okay. follow me on Twitter at Denko89 and Instagram at DenkoRomero89. 
And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Brett J. Burke. Do you want him to follow you anywhere? Uh, Brandon and Daryl at most things. At most things. And then I am at DRock Mountain on Twitter or DRock Mountain on Instagram. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. My new mic. <laughs> <laughs> My new mic.